0: Welcome to Heating Up Podcast. Wait, no. Nope, that's not it. Welcome to Heating Up, a yeah. podcast.
1: Yeah. Welcome to Heating Up.
0: A podcast.
1: About. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast Wait, about climate about change, our dangerous future, and what you can do about it.
0: Are we going to say it the same every time?
1: That's our catch line. That's our tagline. Unless somebody's got a better one.
0: Man, we need to make these more like housewife taglines, like... Oh man, I'm sure I had a good example right then. But if, you know I don't those, know real, means, know, those housewives? housewives? Okay, so like on uh, New York Housewives or whatever, they'd be like.
1: Oh, the TV shows? Oh, yeah, the, the TV
0: shows. Like if someone gets arrested, they'll be like, I may be a criminal, but at least I know. And when... I don't <laughs> They just have these great lines. And I think we should come up with but that you can't instead. can't come up with a single not example. No, no great. not Wolverine. Great recording. podcasting. Mm, nope, don't have it. All right. Welcome so, to Heating Up.
1: Yeah. A podcast about climate change. Our, our
0: dangerous, dangerous future, future and, and what, what you can, can do ab- about it. About it. <laughs> about it. Yeah. I didn't know you were. We are twins. That. Nope. <laughs> Alright,
1: twinsies. <laughs> what have you been up to, Corinne? Uh, you, did you finish watching uh what's it?
0: True detective. I did. I did. So it was good. I liked the ending. It was uh you know, still sad, but there was some upliftingness to it. It was good. I also watched a star is born.
1: Really? Yeah. How was that? Uh,
0: I had not seen the original, so I didn't know what I was walking into. It's kind of sad. Kind of sad. A little cheesy.
1: I didn't know it was a remake, so.
0: It's a three-time remake, I think. Really? I think it's like.
1: All yeah. I know is I saw the I saw a video of the, the Grammy performance. performance.
0: <laughs> and everyone's talking about how, how can these two not be in love? Like, you know, they both just won awards for acting. Yeah.
1: Acting! Have <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah uh, that was, it was all right other than that just uh working trying to stay out of the rain
1: yeah it's been raining a lot
0: which is good right or are we melting the snowpack we had
1: well not so much that but uh we've got some problems with the rain which we'll get to when we get to disaster news
0: oh dis- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it just like that simpson style disaster news
1: yeah all right um yeah but uh were you ready for the news you just want to get right into ready. it
0: Okay, what's the style of news? Good news, bad news? Just news, news. Um, news with no flair.
1: News, just straight just news, no chaser. Yeah.
0: How many news?
1: Uh, three Z's. That seems maybe maybe like more Z's.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, here we go.
1: News number one. We'll get to the the rain. So it has been raining quite yes. a bit here in Sacramento, and just about eighty miles from here is the Russian River towards oh, the coast. Oh, right, yes. And the Russian River has been flooding. Yes. Uh, it was 15 feet above the flood line at one point. Uh, it crested on Wednesday, and there was an estimated 155 million dollars in damages. Let's see. Uh, the number I got was 1,760 homes destroyed, Yikes. 578 businesses. Or not destroyed, but damaged. But only one death. Did you read about the death? I know it I was posted. Was the father
0: right? Yeah, it was a uh, really, really tragic, really sad, really one. sad story.
1: Like this father trying to get back to his kids who were like in the house, trapped. Like he, he saved
0: was, his kids. Well,
1: he got, uh, drew attention to that they were still there, and they were saved by you know rescuers. But he ended up being swept r- away. Um, so yeah, it was very. You no, know, that's a sad. I story. I mean,
0: if yes, it's a sad story, but. I think he'd prefer it that way then through the father had to watch his children drown. Probably. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But still, still <laughs> yeah, a tragic death.
0: Definitely a tragedy.
1: Um, many of those that had all this destruction did not have flood insurance as always. So they're talking well, about, I mean, how... it's so
0: expensive because they're so flood prone. It's like, what's the point mean, Yeah.
1: So Russian river floods, that's a local disaster. Like I said, only 80 miles from here. And there was definitely flood warnings all up and down the Valley. I think we're still technically in a flood warning, although we've passed most of the rain. Right. Um, It's raining a lot here in Northern California. And the other big news story, you, I'm sure, saw the PG&E bankruptcy uh, story is still making the headlines.
0: I haven't heard much about it, so.
1: Okay, so there was this great article uh, in the New Yorker, ooh la la,
0: yeah, you can get it
1: online, by Sheila Kolhalkitar, That's definitely right. Yeah, that's definitely (laughs) not right. Butchered it. Yep, that's her name. And it was uh, about the PG&E bankruptcy as being, like, the first of what's sure to be many, many failures of businesses due to climate change. Mm. And one of the things that I found in here, which I feel like gets overlooked in the PG&E story, is because they kind of focus in on this recent fire. And they're like, PG&E caused one fire and they can't handle it?
0: PG&E has caused a lot of problems. That is
1: not the answer. Like, according to this article, between 2014 and 2017, so in three years... PG&E's equipment helped start 1,500 fires. Yikes. Right? And in 2017 alone, they started 17 major fires, which burned a total of 193,000 acres and resulted in the death of 22 people. Yikes. That's just in 2017. So when we talk about like the campfire, which was last year, 2018, mm-hmm. people were like, just this one fire and PG&E's going out? no
0: it is not no.
1: this one fire guys <laughs> no it is a lot a lot of fires this is also the same company that blew a hole in the bay area because their gas line blew up and like blew up some houses and stuff a few years ago
0: pg e that's the same the aaron Brockovich. uh
1: i don't know if pg was it? involved in that but they're more i power thought it lines, was i could could be i would not be surprised they're ridiculous so they deserve bankruptcy the only problem is that us taxpayers now have to foot the bill
0: of course we do
1: so yeah but they will not be the last so it's talking about about how you know essentially, pretty much all these property owners on the coast are going to be losing tons of money once that coastal property is worthless. Rich people, yeah, rich oh, people, rich
0: tears, huh? Yeah,
1: again, crying all these tears for them, but going into other things. And it did mention what I'm gonna roll seamlessly into well the third done. story, well yeah, done. something called the World Economic Forum. This is another organization that like looks out for rich people.
0: Oh, good, they yeah. don't have enough help.
1: Well, every year, the World Economic Forum puts out this report on what are the biggest global risks, like what, you know, just general risk assessment for the planet and, you know, what's going to cause the most problems. And they rate them by both uh, likelihood to happen and their impact when they do happen
0: severity and likelihood. yeah okay. so like
1: on the you know likelihood to happen you have things like somebody steals your identity on the you know impact you have nuclear war right which right, may right. not be a high was probably higher now than it used to be <laughs> but still generally considered an unlikely scenario mm-hmm. but you know those that score high on both accounts can you guess what the top three were
0: are they all three related to climate change? Yeah,
1: yeah. Bing, you bing, bing, bing. The top three, according to the World Economic Forum, top three risks for 2019 water. Number one, extreme weather events. Okay. Number two, failure of climate change adaptation and mitigation. Okay. And number three, natural disasters. Alrighty. Yeah. And then That's also, not the
0: same thing repeated no. three well, times. Well,
1: natural disasters would include things like a volcano. Or, like, an earthquake, okay, which aren't right. directly. Well,
0: fracking, so.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Also, in the top tens of these groups include the water crises.
0: I guess that one. Yeah, you
1: guessed that one. Biodiversity loss, which is the polite way of saying the way we just murder every living thing on this planet. Mm hmm. Man made environmental disasters.
0: Ooh, interesting.
1: And then large-scale involuntary migration was high on it. So and refugees? Refugees. But I'm like, where are all these people involuntarily migrating from and why? Well, the answer is probably got something to do with climate. Like they're moving because their right. town got destroyed by a flood or a fire or whatever. Or there's uh, ongoing you know, civil strife that's been exaggerated because of climate change. Yeah. So pretty much like all of the top 10, except for the data encryption one, have to do with climate change. So... Lots of risk going out there. Hey, maybe somebody should make a podcast about how you could prepare for some of these sort That'd of That'd be really risks. timely. Uh, yeah, it would be, yeah. Maybe too late. Maybe too late. <laughs> not too late. Anyways, so yeah, that was the last news story that I have. Oh, bad that news. was it? I have one news story that's not bad news. It's, uh, well, I don't know if you saw this. This was just like today is when I saw it.
0: I probably didn't see it then.
1: Uh, Jaden Smith, uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's son. Yes. He, I guess, owns a company. Because why not? Of course he does. Called Just Goods. And I would normally mock this sort of thing, except for Jaden Smith has decided to use his company and collaborated with a local church that I guess has been responsible for distributing shit tons of water to Flint, Michigan. Oh,
0: I did see or something. And about they've this. developed
1: something that they're calling the Water Box. And they're distributing it so that people can get clean water. Or cleaner water. I mean, it's
0: hard to hate on him for that.
1: Yeah, no, (laughs) i He's doing
0: more than the government. (laughs) When I
1: first saw an article about Jaden Smith, I was like, "Oh (laughs) man!" And then I realized, "Oh, Jaden Smith's doing something good." I'm like, "That's great!" Like, I'm going to give him props, and I'm also going to say that's terrible in the sense that we should not be relying on this sort of like philanthropy of the ultra rich to solve our Flint water crisis. It's a scary place to be, right? Yeah, I mean. Yes, I'm glad that Jaden has decided that he wants to do good and, you know, is spending his money and working towards solving a real problem because the government essentially washed their hands of it. You know, that's, I guess, a pun. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, yeah.
1: But, you know, like a year ago, the government was like, well, the water is fixed. And the scientists and the local people were like, like nope, no, no, it's isn't. Not. no, it's not where you're going. And they're like, well, we're not going to give you any more water. So... It's good now.
0: We said it was good.
1: Yeah. So at least they're going in and trying to fix this problem or at least mitigate the problem since they can't actually stop the lead getting in the water. They're just going to let you filter it out using these machines. Yeah. Apparently it helps get the lead out. Those Smiths uh, being
0: philanthropists all week. You know, one helping out poor Jordan Woods, the other one helping out. I won't get into it. It's some Kardashian nonsense. You don't want to (laughs) know. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. (laughs) It's good.
1: But that's the news, yeah. So I figured we should mention that and get the end on the. I a survived high note. I was, the news.
0: Yeah, it wasn't so bad this week. I was going to bring up news. I forgot about which, which I don't have a hundred percent of the information. But that guy who killed the what they thought was a mountain lion, and then it turned oh, yeah. out to be like a orphan baby cougar. Yeah, it was like a
1: starving ch- bait, uh, kitten. He's like, the, I was uh, attacked
0: savagely yeah. by a wild cat, but I strangled it to death because I'm a real man. I don't know. I, I, I don't didn't know. Hear maybe him not. Maybe not. Like that.
1: Essentially, like his report was, yeah, this mountain lion attacked him, and he fended it off and like murdered it. Did he have uh, to
0: murder it though? Could yeah, just... I
1: don't know. How I far feel... do you have to go? I mean, if your life's on the line, maybe. I feel like you've got to defend yourself. But on the other hand, almost feel like you know what? I'd rather have a mountain lion kill and eat a human and survive than vice versa. <laughs> At this point, there's like seven billion humans, and the Eastern mountain, Eastern puma just went skinning. To, I'm sorry, dude, but like you got to sacrifice for the good of all of them. <laughs> like that's your line, that's your lot in life, buddy. You should just lay down, accept I just, it.
0: But like, I guess what I am picturing, and this is probably totally no, it's definitely totally true It was just like some wild feral cat that like came out and was like Meow! i'm hungry (laughs) and he just picked it up and strangled it for no reason i mean
1: i'm sure that the mountain lion attacked him right but i feel like if you had defended yourself well enough it would just run away you didn't have to strangle it to death i don't know i wasn't there i don't want to i
0: don't know i don't know i'm ignorant but i'm just saying yeah that's what i picture is him strangling a kitten
1: yeah i I mean a kitten it was like 50 pounds
0: still not like a cougar
1: yeah still not a full-grown you know lion
0: it's a kitten and then I had more news too. Yeah. Oh wow! Look at this. Look at me bringing up news. Uh, oh shit! What was I gonna say? Great. Um, we already talked about this. You and me separately. This is
1: great podcasting right here.
0: Well, you're kind of cut all this out. You're gonna edit this in post.
1: It's just, no, I'm not. Yeah, stay. you have to. If only it's I could gone.
0: Keep... It's gone. Now it's gone. I'm never gonna get it to return. I shit, don't. What know. was the other thing I was gonna talk to you about? We already mentioned it slightly today. Uh, like yes, yesterday. Uh, Shit! What
1: was it? We don't need to get into it. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. All right, fine, fine. If you remember, we can cut it out. Okay. So that's the end of the news, I guess. I survived it. You survived it. Wasn't so bad this week.
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: Ended on a good note. All right. News over. Okay. Last time. We went over emergency food, right?
0: Yes. Freeze-dried, yeah, the basically. Stuff.
1: And this is really like a self-contained emergency preparation, right? You fix it, you, you buy it, you forget about it, just sits in your closet for the worst-case scenario, right? That's your apocalypse food. Yeah. But that doesn't really do you any good on the day-to-day, right? It doesn't really benefit your life. You just spent a bunch of money on some... I guess you hope something goes terribly
0: terribly wrong to make it worth it.
1: What if I told you that I have another way of preparing food storage that can save you significant amounts of time, money, and stress?
0: Boy, sign me up.
1: Yeah. What if I told you (laughs) that that sort of thing just will generally level up your whole damn life?
0: Level up. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Hooked. You're in, I'm right?
1: Hooked. Already you're like, yeah, I don't need any I don't need to waste more money, time, or stress. This is true? Yeah. So, this is what we're going to get into today. It's a big, big unwieldy topic called the deep pantry. And I kind of look at it like, like I said, emergency food is its own self-contained thing. This is pretty much all other food prep. And there are a lot of ways to get started in it, but it's not for everyone. So, we'll kind of So it
0: could not be for me?
1: Could not be for you. This is for people that really kind of are interested in a lifestyle change because this is a thing that's going to actually change the way you eat yeah in some regards so tough if you enjoy eating out a lot or just eat out a ton yes and you don't want to deal with food or you don't like cooking yeah uh or getting more in depth into this stuff than just buying food and forgetting about it then this is probably not for you
0: this is probably not for me probably I not really for you. like to go out to eat
1: but if you do enjoy cooking or are looking to cut your food costs again a lot of people food costs it's are like probably one of the my biggest
0: costs yeah
1: you know or if you're just really busy all the time and you hate like one thing that I absolutely can't stand is I'll come home I'll, I'm busy my wife is busy I'll go to the kitchen to make some food, and we're, like, missing one, one thing. One
0: thing, always.
1: So it's like, oh, we're going to have spaghetti. And I go, and I have the spaghetti, but I don't have the sauce. Or I go, and oh, we can do this, and I'm, I'm just missing the one sure, article. Sure, but it's
0: no garlic in it. That'll be not good.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so if, if that's annoying to you, or if, yeah, like I said, you just are looking to cut your costs or your and save a ton of money, this may be something that's worthwhile. The general idea behind a deep pantry is that you always have a certain amount of food on hand.
0: So you're basically just building a backup.
1: Yeah. So if you're from like the food service industry, you might have heard the term a par mm-hmm. or a build to. or a build to, Yeah. And it can be two weeks or two years. I mean, some people go insane on like the you know, this is where the, you see like on those uh, doomsday prepper shows where you open up a cupboard and yeah. they've got like giant buckets of whole wheat that'll last them for forty years, and they've like, I've got enough food here to last. You know, a family of 27 for <laughs> of all we you know, wanted to do years. was eat
0: wheat. <laughs>
1: yeah. that You don't need to get that insane. Like a normal, realistic person should be shooting for, you know, maybe two weeks to start, maybe a little bit longer over time. But this is food that you use and eat on a daily basis. You're just going to back it up. So the general idea is that you build up supplies that you always have a certain amount on hand. And like I said, some people on the Doomsday Preppers type shows, they'll have food that'll last them 100 years or whatever in their pantry that's crazy town it's
0: also going to depend on how much space you have in your own home
1: sure for a normal person in a normal home living a normal life you should probably start with shooting for two weeks that's what i'm going to do and i'm going to go over how i'm doing that the idea would be that you never have to go to the grocery store you'll always have at least some meals completely ready to go so that if you come home from work and it's a little late and you need to make something, you never are out and need to go to the grocery store.
0: So how is this a benefit as far as getting prepared for natural disasters? Where where does that fit in?
1: Well, all of these things are th- just there. So you have the food on hand. So let's say it's not the worst case scenario. So, you know, the emergency food is simply boil water, you know, and eat it. Mm-hmm. This stuff is, let's say you can still live in your kitchen. Let's say the disaster is more like you know, an economic crisis that's, you know, raised food prices. Well, you have food on hand, you don't have to go out and buy food. Or the disaster is something where you can essentially live in your home just normally, you have this food, or, you know, for a lot of people, the biggest disaster they're likely to face is they'll lose their job, you know, right, the, the robot took their job. And, you know, nowadays, they say you're going to be out of work for six months to a year if you, you lose your job. So if you had, six months supply of food on hand the imagine the the you relief feel. you would feel because then you don't have that constant you know cost eating into your byline or it helps you manage little economic shocks like here in our house the recent storm blew down half my fence i got an old house and an old fence and i knew it was going down and i hope, mm-hmm. hoped it would stay but it fell down two weeks ago so i had to go and replace the whole fence and i had to get a tree knocked out and everything that was you know Money I didn't have set aside.
0: You weren't hoping to spend it on that.
1: Yeah. And so it would have been, you know, we were lucky enough to have the ability to to fix that. But imagine if we were a little bit closer, cutting it a little closer, and I didn't have to go to the grocery store during the time while we're paying for that right i just had the food it helps you manage those stocks by having stuff on hand it'll also give you some economic security in that when you have food on hand you don't have to be beholden to whatever the price of that item is today in the grocery store that's true so like if i am don't have chicken breast and i need to make you know i don't even know what ch- you know chicken if i'm gonna make chicken breast for dinner and i go to the grocery store and i have to get it today I have to buy it at whatever price it is there, right. whether it's three dollars a pound or a dollar ninety nine a pound or two for one or whatever deal I can get. If I have it all backed up, I can wait for a great sale. I can wait for the buy one get ones, so or I can wait for you know some item and just pick up the items on deep discount at that moment and really get into some savings for food costs. So. There's a lot of reasons why you might want to do this. And again, yeah, like I said, for most people, food is a significant expense out of their monthly budget. It's something
0: you do every day a lot of times.
1: And the other benefit of this sort of like constant in-use food storage and food security is that you don't spend a lot up front. So unlike the emergency food where it's all upfront cost, mm-hmm. with this stuff, you can build it out little by little over time. You can,
0: one extra can do as little as this. adding yeah
1: one extra can or one extra item backed up each time you go to the grocery store. So you're not even feeling it. You're talking a couple dollars, maybe $10 a month
0: mm-hmm. on this
1: sort of thing, which most people can swing or even less, slowly building up your storage and you can spend more but
0: as it makes sense for you
1: yeah exactly based on your things but it it really doesn't cost any upfront cost and can result in deep deep savings on the back end so it's a great way a lot of people You go online and you kind of look up some of this stuff. A lot of people swear by this as a way that they kind of help dig themselves out of real financial insecurity Mm -hmm. uh, because all of a sudden one of their biggest costs and their biggest kind of stressors in life isn't really a cost or a stressor anymore. I don't know. It's a great idea to start. I guess the way to look at it is that your pantry as it stands right now is your pantry. Your deep pantry is your goods in the back. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it as like a store, right? The stuff that's out on the shelves, that's your pantry. Mm -hmm. And then if it's out on the shelves... They say, oh, well, let me check in the back for that, right? right? Your deep pantry is the back storage. So when you get it established, you'll be pulling from your deep pantry to refill your pantry. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. If you've ever worked in third service, FIFOing too. So yeah, FIFOing. same idea. First in, first out. And exactly. Just pulling from instead of a grocery store, you're your own grocery store.
1: Yeah, and as I said, this is food you use on a daily basis or you know, you're using all the time. This is not hoarding.
0: Which is a fine line for some families. Yeah, a
1: lot of people think, oh, if you're stocking up on canned goods, you're just hoarding food in your kitchen. And that can be true. If you go out there and you buy like a five-gallon drum of wheat that you never know, that you you never never know how to cook expires. or a bunch of refried beans, but you hate refried beans, but they were 25 cents a can. So you got 100 cans of refried beans. You know what? You just spent extra money on stuff you're not going to eat. Right. This is stocking up on the stuff you actually eat. And you can use your fridge, your freezer, your, your normal pantry, you know, as to storage for this stuff. Um, the idea would be to make it as durable as you can, try and get something that's a little bit slightly longer shelf life, but we're not talking those 30 years or whatever for emergency food. This is stuff that'll last a year, two, two years at the max, probably. right? But you're rotating through it on a regular basis, so it never should get to that point. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, your pantry right now is a hot mess full of you know expired <laughs> items. But
0: that's not true. Not now.
1: Not right now. Well, we just fixed it this weekend in so preparation for this. Yeah. So, how to get started in this. And this is the thing. This is one of these overwhelming topics and there's a lot of different ideas how to get started. I'm going to give you guys how I'm getting started. And if this works for you, great. Otherwise, you can find some other plans. But this is what works for my life and I feel like it would work best for most people.
0: Probably pretty typical of families. Yeah.
1: So set an easy to achieve goal. We here at the Warnken household are going for a two-week supply uh in our deep pantry to start and we can easily add more to that as time goes on but to start two weeks is our goal that's good and so what that means for us really is that 14 days of food in my house is now net zero right so if i have 14 days of food i have zero days that's the backup i always want to have i'm never going to dip below that once i get there that's your new normal and that's the idea you can't just like stock up 14 days and then eat through those and then get back down to zero right Again, it's like the PAR idea from food service or mm-hmm. the, you yeah, the build, what did you call it? You had a different... Build r- two. Yeah, the build two line. So once you get there, every time it drops below it, that's when you stock back up to that PAR line. Once you've worked in food service, you kind of understand that idea. Step one. Clean the hell out of your oh, pantry. Oh, see,
0: that's the hardest step. That's this the is the hardest <laughs> step,
1: but it also feels really good to do it. Yeah, once
0: you're once you're doing it, it's okay. It's getting there.
1: Honestly, if you are super on top of your pantry and it's all nice and neat and labeled this and is everything easy. is, then you probably don't need me to tell you how to keep <laughs> a good pantry and how to work through how to eat through your pantry. Yeah. But I feel like most people are more like me, and if you actually took a look in your pantry, you would have some expired stuff in there. You'd have some stuff that you never use, some cans of food that somehow you got. Like, what are these quail eggs doing here? Oh, what is the, like, some random stuff that you'll never eat? You really need to recondo that shit. And if you have it in there and you can't bring yourself to give away food, I mean, you can donate some stuff to local food pantries if mm-hmm. you don't want it. If you're like, you know what? I'm never going to eat this. I hate it. Get it out of there because you need that room. Yeah. Donate it to a food pantry or if you can't bring yourself to do that make a plan to use it to eat through it
0: how can you do it what right? what can i cover what sort of butter can i figure find out find
1: a recipe find a thing that you can do to start eating through that stuff either way clean it out Get it clean as possible. Be ruthless in your cleaning of it out because you're going to need that room.
0: Side question. When you were doing this, did Shirley not want to get rid of any of it or did, and she wanted to figure out how to use all of the items or no, was she willing rid- to get rid of it?
1: She got rid of a lot more than you might think. But we were yeah. using some stuff. So like even today you came over and we had the Easy Bake Oven out. Because yes. our daughter, we had some old Easy Bake Oven packages. Like you, the pre, you know, I think she got them as a gift. Yeah. So like here's the thing to make cookies like and an Easy Bake. Yeah. But it's like there are these weird, and we had a bunch of them we're like well i don't want to just throw these away
0: it's kind let's, of a weird thing to donate weird too. thing to donate
1: so we're like let's just cook them so we're just like making all these random easy bake cookies and eating them <laughs> because when i want to throw them away they're still good but and then once we're done with them then we're going to donate the easy bake and get rid of it and we'll have cooked through them so there's a perfect example if we're made a plan we're getting through it there you go so we got a wealth of easy bake oven cookies that's in a here. fair
0: one to be like i don't want to donate this <laughs> sure yeah
1: um be ruthless in cleaning out your pantry the next step. This is what I'm going to call Derek's 4x4 plan. Oh,
0: wow. This is how you
1: actually build up your storage. <laughs> the 4 by 4 Let's hear so, yeah. it. Well, there are a lot of like getting started in food storage tutorials on the internet, and most of them imply a more organized life than I have ever had in my life. So, I wouldn't
0: describe you as a particularly organized
1: person. I'm not a particularly disorganized one either, though. And I'm looking at this stuff like, this is unreasonable. So a lot of them... <laughs> are like well (laughs) take an inventory of everything you eat for a month i can't i'm like no i would last a day no
0: way oh i walked by this donut place and i got four donuts and uh (laughs) yeah that's
1: the second problem with it like even if i was if i was good enough to eat at home and like eat through my food at home every day for a month i wouldn't need this plan
0: exactly and
1: second off i wouldn't be able i'm not organized enough to write it all down for 30 days i like would never get past step one because i'd never finish that journal it's like how can you
0: remember all the weird i mean maybe it's just me who just eats weird shit all day long oh and then i uh saw a bowl of popcorn on the table and it was free popcorn so i ate it and then there was it's just there's just
1: no way so i'm saying don't worry about that The next thing that makes
0: it easier because that makes me want to die, and it's like puts you a month out. That's a month of waiting just to inventory what you eat.
1: The next one that they have is just buy like one extra can, one extra package of Kraft mac and cheese each week. And that's a good plan if you're already pretty good about eating through your supplies at home. Right. And I know a lot of people are really frugal and really, you know, and forced to kind of eat eat at home all the time. So if that's the way you do it, this is a great strategy for you. Mm -hmm. We're not that great about it. Like, we're hit and miss in this house. Like, we'll have a week where we're like, all right, we meal planned the hell out of this thing. We had our Instapot out. We had every every meal for a whole week all set and done and you know in the fridge and labeled and then the next week it's like Wendy's pizza <laughs> jack-in- the-box you know every you know, Chinese food like every day for a week typical
0: so though I, I think feel that's, like
1: that's more typical
0: people are, are that's how everybody is with everything like there's weeks where you're on point I went to the gym every day and I planned out my meal and then next week's like it's chaos <laughs> I ate at Wendy's four times uh, I, I slept until noon this week and then the week after you know it just that's just more typical to what act. Actually, happens in reality. Nobody's perfect all the time and nobody's crappy all the time. You just do some sort of partial version.
1: So, if you're like me or what I think is, yeah, more normal and you're not uh, really good about eating out of your pantry right now, then you really kind of need to just start fresh. Maybe like, all right, you know what? <laughs> new Shake year, it up. new me. New year, new you. Yeah, <laughs> start over. Because, yeah, if you are good about it or if you're forced to be more frugal and you do eat out, out of your own home all the time. Just adding a little bit here and there of the stuff you already eat is a really good plan. But that won't quite work for me because yeah. I'm not that good at it. So I want to start. But I want to be better. I want to do that. Yeah. Like, that's the goal here. So how to get there. You got to have that food. So
0: Derek's four by four plan.
1: Four by four plan. Now, there are some plans that are like real jacronian And they're like... You just pick up one thing on sale, the deepest you just buy a shit ton of mac and cheese and you eat it till you find something else. God,
0: what other joy in life do I have if not food? Come on. I can't do that.
1: And those plans might be okay for like a single person really trying to like save money and get themselves out of poverty. Yeah, we've
0: done that before. Everybody's
1: everybody's done that. Everybody's had the top ramen that they just ate through. (laughs) but I, you know, I got a wife and kids and there would be riots in this house (laughs) if we were just eating, you know, chicken top ramen every day. Yeah. So I've created a slightly more variable plan. Let's hear it. And it's the four by four plan. So you think up four meals for breakfast, four meals for lunch, and four meals for dinner. And these meals, I cannot stress how important it is that these meals are meals that you can cook out of staples. So they're Cheap staple-based meals, stuff that you keep in your pantry, and that you enjoy eating
0: them. Enjoy eating them is important.
1: Enjoying eating them is important because they're going to be on a heavy rotation in these first couple of weeks here. right? There's really no way around it. Well, it's not as bad as eating one thing for five (laughs) days straight, you're (laughs) You're on a rotation of about four. Yeah, so um, twice a week for some of these things for a little while. So make sure that everyone in your house can and will eat them. Not only can and will, but will like to eat them. So, pick some fan favorites here. This is spaghetti and meatballs time. Uh, <laughs> around our house, it's Kraft Mac and Cheese is on my list for oh, one of my four. So, it's Kraft Mac and is Cheese. Is it just
0: Kraft Mac and Cheese? you? Well, have...
1: with, you know, hot dogs and with some vegetables, you know, okay. on the side. Okay. But, you know, you can, you know, as as draconian as you need to be, like, again, if your budget allows, you can make it a more expansive meal. If your budget is, I have $10 to spend on food, well, then it's going to just
0: be top round. Listen, we've been there. I know I have. I've definitely worked and had to pay rent and been like, you know what, I'm going to buy a loaf of bread i'm gonna buy some peanut butter and i'm gonna buy some jelly and i'm gonna hope i can make it through till next week
1: <laughs> yeah and that's what i'm saying like so this is a plan that's working for me and our family this week you can modify it as needed
0: but i'm you, curious what all your breakfast lunches and dinners are
1: i can go over it but the, we don't do we have that kind of time
0: it's per, it's only four meals each
1: uh breakfasts there's dry cereal mm-hmm. with milk uh granola i love granola um
0: that's a separate category than than cereal yeah it's okay. more
1: like granola um Oatmeal, mm-hmm. and then pancakes. Okay. For lunches, the peanut butter and jelly, okay. uh, lunch meat, tuna salad... Tuna and
0: salad. She likes tuna salad.
1: As long as there's not like a lot of relish and stuff in it. Fair. Yeah. Or onions. Some people are like, oh, yeah. Onion.
0: Raw oh, onion? Yeah. Poison.
1: Ridiculous. Those are my lunches. And then yeah, dinners. Like I said, mac and cheese with stuff is one. So spaghetti with spaghetti with meatballs, meatballs is another. Like there's this taco casserole, like this Mexican rice casserole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uses a bunch of canned beans and chiles and stuff like that. It's kind of
0: an easy deep pantry. Yeah, and I then know.
1: a tuna casserole. Again, easy ideas. They're based on shelf staple foods for the most part. Or, you know, like the next step. You get a notebook. This is the part that Shirley really likes because this is where you got to build a spreadsheet. Because <laughs> if you really want the deep shaming, so you get a notebook and you write down literally every ingredient that you need for those meals.
0: Oh, God. And down to the salt and pepper, olive oil, all that.
1: All if, Yeah, all of it. Now, you probably have some of that stuff stocked up, so you yeah. probably don't need to buy some right now. But what you should do is once you've got all those items listed in your notebook... Go to the store and write down the price of each of those items, like per you know, unit or whatever, whatever unit of measurement you want to measure them by, mm-hmm. write them down. And if you're really into saving some money, go to a couple of different stores, do some comparison shopping, and then figure out where the cheapest place to buy each of those things is. So oh, if you man, go to like four, I see how
0: this has got Shirley written all over it.
1: Yeah. I mean if you're if you don't want to do that hassle, then just go to some place that's tr- excuse me, traditionally cheap. You know, like just WinCo, go to your Winco, and you can get it all. But if you really want to pinch every penny, the best way is go to a couple of different you know discount places, check the prices on each one, check the sales, see what's going, and make a plan for which stores to get which thing, so you don't get it all at one place. And you are start saving money right away. You like you'll you will be shocked. You'll be like, man, I saved fifty dollars on all of this stuff. So you can save some money doing that. It's just a little more work. You know, Costco also when you're buying in bulk. So right. what you're gonna do though. Once you've got that menu, once you've figured out what, you're going to buy enough supplies to make each of those four meals four times. Four by four. Four by four. That, if you do the math, kids, is 16 days worth of meals.
0: Which is more Just than two more weeks. Just slightly more than
1: two weeks. So you get a little bit more variety than one thing. You've got your two weeks right away. When you get that food back to your house... Oh, sorry. You got to record all those things in there in your notebook because then the next time you go, you're going to record the new prices and you're going to be able to compare and see where things are traditionally cheaper and where the prices are going. So, and you'll be able to tell over time, like what a good deal is on those things. Hmm. So if you go out and you buy chicken breasts and they're always two ninety nine a pound, right? And you go to the store and it says on sale two eighty nine a pound. You're like, well, that's not really a sale. But mm-hmm. if you see them at $1.99... Like, oh, that's a good sale. I should stock up now. Right. And buy extra, but that's later. First, you bring those four by four home and you put half of it, the supplies to make half of it in your regular pantry, and the other half in your deep pantry. Okay. Then you eat it. When you run out of those eight then you go back and you buy that 4 by 4 a second time. Mm-hmm. You restock from your deep pantry. So now you pull those last that last half into your pantry and you put all four of those other meals
0: into your regular... In your deep pantry. Or, yeah.
1: So now you've got eight days worth of stuff in your regular pantry plus a fully stocked deep pantry. Two grocery shops, fairly cheap stuff. You've now got essentially 20 days, 24 days of food.
0: <laughs> We're not great at math.
1: Yeah, 24 <laughs> days of food in your pantry already. Now, are
0: you actually separating your pantry and your deep pantry? Yes. Yeah. You want to
1: keep them separated because otherwise it's going to get too confused. But you do not you
0: have two fridges?
1: Some people do. Um, you know, we have a second freezer. We have a freezer in our fri- in our uh, garage. And you don't necessarily want to store them in places where they'll go bad. So a lot of people, the only place where they have a lot of extra space may be their garage or their basement, but those aren't always the best places to store food. In the winter? Well, in the winter it can be very cold. So if it and food temperature can fluctuate can change the, the the life of the food. So mm. if your cans are freezing, sometimes that's bad for them. Um, if it gets way hot like if it gets above 80 degrees, so like our garage gets to like 100 in the summer. Oh, it's more not than a gra- that. yeah, not a great place to put food. So, you know, as space and constraints allow, you might want to keep them separated. If you have to keep them all together, just be good about knowing where your two-week line is, right? Right. Keep an inventory sheet there so you can keep track. And then as you go along, you can add more meals into this rotation. So you're going to get real sick of those four meals.
0: Not going to take too long, I don't think. Not going to take too long. (laughs) So
1: even on that second trip to the grocery store... Like, for me, honestly, the breakfast and the lunches, four is probably fine. Like, I'm probably you're, pretty and good. even,
0: yeah, breakfast and lunch. But then dinner, that's where you're going to want some variety.
1: Exactly. So maybe throw an extra dinner in there that week. Or look and see what's on sale at that store. Find something that you think is a really good deal and stock up two weeks of that one. So add one meal for two weeks to it. Right. And then you can add another one the week after that
0: get to a point maybe where where you do a whole new four by four yeah
1: right and so then you've got a whole bunch of different stuff and you've got a decent amount of variety in there and it won't take you very long to all of a sudden have like a month's worth of food on hand that's all pretty cheap you won't have really felt the cost of it and you won't be feeling this sort of like all i'm eating is mac and cheese every day (laughs) and i know that my four meals were fairly carb heavy yeah um yeah that's because i'm a fat ass who eats carbs all the time (laughs) sorry if you're on the keto diet or whatever what is the keto no carb
0: I have no idea. I don't, don't, don't care. Atkins is no carb. I don't right? bother with it.
1: I don't know. It Doesn't matter to me. Like, is yeah, clearly I'm not worried about it. I'm eating, uh, you know, tuna salad here. But whatever. You can make these meals. Whatever meals work for you. Again, the idea is it's what you eat. So if you heard, you know, tuna salad, and you were like, I would rather die. Don't put that on your <laughs> I'm list. I'm not
0: going to put mom's seafood thermidor on my. Fork. That was
1: number five on the. List. Was that really? No. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the idea there is then you just start backing it up and you can add more into it. The other nice thing about the deep pantry is that it expands as your food experience expands. So if you have a garden in your backyard and you're getting fresh vegetables, you can add that in to your deep pantry rotation. If you learn how to can those vegetables and make them last longer, that just expands your ability with the deep pantry, right? If you can dehydrate food, all of these things really just stack and they really kind of make this into an even more valuable idea. So this is the basic four by four idea of how to get there quickly and you know easily. And I feel with the minimum amount of suffering,
0: <laughs> there will mean, be some, again, suffering. <laughs> it's going to
1: be a little monotonous to get started on this, but you're going to real, you're going to get those savings real quick. And again, right. I'm not really that penny pinching, but my wife. Loves this idea. Like, yeah. we talked about it, and this this is, right, this is her jam. And she's like, yeah, this seems like a great plan. And so we're going to get started in it. We'll let you know how it goes as we're going along. But, yeah, I feel like this is a great way to really kind of save some money on food and save all that stress of not having dinner ready. Because that's, like, the one thing that's constantly a problem in this house is, like, we, you know, we both work we all the time. Eat? we got kids who've got their own lives and activities, and we come home, and we just don't want to make dinner, and we don't have a lot of food in the house. You know, every now and then we're like, God, every, the cupboards are bare. <laughs> and so we just have to eat out all the time. Yeah. And we don't want to. Like last, a couple weeks ago, yeah, we just had this like whammy of like four or five days in a row. Pizza. Where we just had, well, yeah, like pizza one day and then we had to pick up something on the way home. And then we went out with friends and it was just like, I felt like garbage at the end of it so oh it just yeah like, i remember
0: we, we were gonna go out to eat and you're like can i please suggest we go somewhere with vegetables because my body's screaming for them
1: yeah because it had been like four days since i had eaten a fresh vegetable It was <laughs> wasn't like, the
0: lettuce on your hamburger yeah
1: it was like oh god i need to get something better but yeah this plan will get you a good amount of variety and you're not going to die eating these carbs they may not be the most 100 percent nutritional meals but you can make them more so like I said, all of my meals for dinner, I didn't mention, but they all are going to have vegetables. They're all...
0: So the vegetables are definitely going to be something a little harder to keep in the deep pantry. But you
1: can keep frozen vegetables or canned. The tuna frozen casserole... Frozen is so
0: much more tolerable than canned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the, the, fro- the, the tuna casserole can use frozen peas and right. frozen vegetable stir fry or frozen, you know, medley or any of those things. Because well, your freezer and your fridge count as your storage, right? right. And you can use fresh onions and garlic, which will last forever. You know, not forever, but, but that's the basic idea of the deep pantry get supplies on hand have that kind of food security and take advantage of deep savings and not be beholden to food insecurity you know food prices or you know economic hardships that might occur you'll be able to weather those storms that's the idea of the deep pantry so again this isn't for everybody lots of people are listening to this and like that's a lot of fucking work and i don't care fine Don't do it. This is not an idea for everyone. For a yeah. lot of people, it may just be, you know what? I got two buckets in my cupboard of emergency <laughs> food. I'm good.
0: Yeah. Until then, or I'm going to eat. maybe even if it's gonna... just you have a, two meals of your week that you do this with or something like that. Because sure. I'm thinking about it and I'm going, I like to go out to eat a lot. And I don't really like to do a ton of cooking. And But I could probably do one or two in a week. And if I could have easily a month's worth of one or two meals a week in there. And, and if something happens, then I have four days or something. Yeah.
1: I just think this is a great way to not only be a practical, you know, what they would call like a practical prepping sort of thing where you're doing both emergency preparedness and it's get your saving, life together. getting your life together, <laughs> saving you some actual money, you know, making your life better in some way. So rather than just like, yeah, this works for me. So that's the, the, the tip for this week. I know that was a lot of stuff and we didn't get into nearly all of it, but we'll get into other stuff as time goes on, canning and preserving and whatever else. That's this week, though, Cran
0: That was good. Yeah, the news wasn't even that terrible. The news wasn't
1: that bad, so I
0: survived it somehow.
1: Yeah, maybe. Are we getting better or worse at it? I don't even know. <gasps> oh, we got one more thing this week. What's that? Our giveaway.
0: Oh my gosh, do we have a giveaway? We have a giveaway. No, we don't.
1: Yes, I got you guys a giveaway. Can, can... I win it? No, you cannot win it. <sighs> I promised it last week, guys, and I have delivered. There are many things that I have promised and failed on in my life. I have a guess. What is it?
0: Is it a a batch of homegrown eggs? Uh,
1: I think that's like illegal to send across (laughs) state lines. It is not a batch (laughs) of homegrown eggs. A dozen
0: of the most organic (laughs) free-range chickens to have ever existed.
1: No. This is a real thing from a real legitimate company. Wow. This is... Did you
0: have to go out and buy it?
1: I bought it. All right. This is Augustin Farms 72-hour one-person emergency food supply kit. Wow. Yes. It is 42 servings, 2,560 calories per day, five meal varieties, easy to prepare emergency food with a 25-year shelf life. You can kickstart your emergency food prep. By winning this prize, how do they win it? All you have to do to win it: like our Facebook page and leave a review of our podcast wherever you get your podcast. So, if you get them from Google or from yeah Google Play, leave a review on there. If you get them from Apple, leave a review on there, and you're automatically entered into it. We'll announce the winner on our Facebook page when we release the next episode. We'll do it on the next episode. So you got or you got one week since we'll release the next episode in one week
0: you got the time that you've got. Just do it. you got the time that you, Just time that you Just want. Just do it, it now. Do it
1: right now. <laughs> Dude, Stop whatever you're doing. Pull your car to the side you of the road. Do you get
0: multiple names in the hat if you do multiple uh, likes on different areas and multiple comments?
1: Listen, I don't have enough time to fact check everyone. If you create a secondary <laughs> Facebook account
0: under a false no, name. No, I mean, like, do you, if I, if I. You can I... only like our Facebook page once. Well, but can you like an Instagram or can you, can you like on multiple? Why, are you, why do you, why you got to hate on it? Why can't you I'm just. I'm not let... hating on it. I'm saying they could do it multiple times and then get their name in the hat multiple no, times. No,
1: you get your name in the hat once.
0: Okay, well.
1: You can't. You're just bitter because you can't win it.
0: I am a little upset that I can't win this.
1: <laughs> you thought this was going to be some homemade trinket. I did. So. <laughs> you were like, I, I got a half sure. a candle <laughs> and some eggs from my backyard.
0: I got a. Well, okay. Literally, you started to say like, I've promised a lot of things in my life, and anywho,
1: that was our show this week. So yeah, like, subscribe, review, do all those things. Get a chance to win some food.
0: 70 was it? 72 hours. First?
1: 72 hour kit. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. Yeah, better than I have.
1: Be- better than most people have. All your chump neighbors will be dead. You'll have three more (laughs) days than they will. So there you go. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys.